So welcome, welcome, welcome to another fantastic episode of My Orgasmic Life mm, podcast. And I have one of, she's just so much fun. My little, my wonderful, sexy, powerful, magical co-host, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. See, I said your name right. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to talk about asking for way more than you deserve. That's the conversation that we're going to have today on the show. Um, before we get into the juiciness of it, for everybody who doesn't know who I am, I am your hostess with your mostess, Gaia Morissette, a holistic sexual wellness specialist, high priestess of divine sexual magic and elemental magics, and BDSM wellness specialist. And I believe the keys to a happy, healthy, wealthy, epic, orgasmic, and magical life is sexual wellness, embracing the human experience, and letting go of fear, shame, guilt, and self-loathing. I do that through speaking, training, and coaching. All right, my sexy co-host, tell us all about you. <laughs> That's always so fun. It's like, oh my gosh, where do I start? So one of the things that I noticed about myself was that I was always willing to ask for way more than my fair share for myself, for my clients, for the planet, you know, for everybody on the planet. And I was always able to see how easy it could come for my clients, like um, I'm quite a high level intuitive. And so the universe just gives me the download so that my clients can have way more. And it also shows me where they're blocked. And so a lot of us are blocked in that area of like deserving. And uh, did you know that deserving and worthy are like a trap? Deserving means worthy and worthy means deserving. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't feel like you're either of those things, you can really get screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And not in the way that you would like. No, not in the fun so, sort of way that I usually like to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So I am a coach and a facilitator and a speaker and a best-selling author a few times now. And I invite people to audaciously ask for more in every area of their lives. And so what is audacious for you may not be super audacious for other people, but we do all start from the same space. Like, you know, what if you really could have way more than you consider your fair share or more than you deserve? And so that's what I love to invite people to which was our inspiration of having this conversation, you know, the, the concept of way more than you deserve. I love that because it's like, I too have always believed that I, I deserve everything I want and then some. <laughs> and I've kind of always moved from that place. And I remember as a kid being told, stop that. That's selfish. There's, you, you, you can't ask for that. You can't have that. You can't have that. You can't have that. And I spent growing up my whole life with people telling me that I wasn't allowed to have more, more. There's like, you're greedy, they're selfish, you're all this stuff. So I love that we're going to have this conversation because we're going to be like, fuck that shit. <laughs> At the end of the day, we can have as much as we want and then some. <laughs> Well, and that's the cool thing, you know, I mean, the universe doesn't say, oh, well, you know, in fact, even the planet itself doesn't say, oh, well, we've, you know, released too much pollen today. Let's pull back some of the pollen. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've got trees all the way around my office here. And if I leave my screens open, my office is like yellow. There's like, you know, tree spunk all over my office. <laughs> <laughs> and the trees don't care. They're just like, well, vacuum it up then for fuck's sake. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having fun spunking all over the place. And, you know, this is just what I'm doing. Yeah. And, you know, what if what you're doing um, really adds more to the planet and by you asking for way more and receiving way more. Like I know um, the way Gaia, you know, embodies her life is the invitation for all of her clients to ask for way more. Uh-huh. And so, and the way I do my life and be, people are like, well, you can have that. So of course I can have it. Uh-huh. You know, or at least, you know, I mean, sometimes they're like, well, fuck you, Jennifer. If you can have it, I can have it. (laughs) And I'm like, good. We're getting somewhere now if you're pissed off that I have more than you. Mm. So So let's drop into that that piece, because I think that's a really important piece of of this conversation of the comparison, like that, that piece of that comparison, like, well, I why do you get to have more than me? which means I'm not allowed to have that. Like this, this concept that we compare to one another, like why are we comparing? Yeah. On that? Well, you know what I get is it's like very ancient social conditioning. You know, when we all lived in caves and there was like, you know, one sort of guy that, you know, seemed to be the one that everybody wanted to hang out and wanted to make babies with, you know, it's, a real lack mentality considering that there's so many people that we can spend time with and you know so many people actually that we can spend time with who are willing to lift each other up mm-hmm. and not do the comparison game so it's almost like we could freeze out the comparison game by just refusing to hang out with people who do the comparison game do you know what i mean it almost becomes like genetic selection <laughs> Well, and I think, I think that's a really great piece too. Like, I think that place of scarcity, you know, if we, if we go back and, you know, in that very ancient place of survival, right. There was like, there was only so much warmth. There was only so much food. There was only so much, so much for survival. And so we got into that space. Now we move out of that place and we evolve and we create and we do all these great things so that, you know, we have the luxury of going to the grocery store and there's not just one cantaloupe. There's like 50 cantaloupes in the grocery store, right? Like, right. right? So, so we don't need to move from that, that ancient DNA perspective of scarcity anymore because there is so much more possibility in and I and I need to frame this in the fact of where we live in the culture that we live in and the circumstances of where we are located in North America anyways there are still places in the world where that is not sure absolutely absolutely and you know there are places on the planet where your choices are you know stay home and starve or go out in search of food. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we're honoring that for sure. And I, I know that we both give back pretty hard. Mm-hmm. And so if that's something that's coming up for people, then, you know, just click around and check us out. We give back hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So, okay. So if, yeah, like if we could, so if we move away from spending time with people who are comparing 
or that, that are in that comparison mode. And we like say, sorry, you don't serve me and, and I'm not gonna spend time with you. What about the people that are doing it within themselves who are listening? Yeah, that's what I was gonna talk about next. Um, thanks for bringing that up. So one of the things that I notice with myself is um, how aware I am. And, you know, I would be willing to hazard a bet that anybody listening is quite an aware bear. And, you know, probably a lot of the stuff that's going through your brain is just stuff you're picking up on the psychic Wi-Fi. It's actually not even your points of view. You're picking it up from TV. You're picking it up from people you're standing in the grocery lineup with, you know, and this is another survival mechanism. If you check into heart math, um, they've got studies showing that we can pick up the thoughts, feelings, and emotions of people um, in at least a seven kilometer radius. That's about five miles for our imperial people. And that's to stop us from getting eaten or beaten. And, you know, so if you grew up in an even more chaotic household, uh, you might be able to pick up on the thoughts and feelings and emotions of people across the planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so you can ask yourself, hey, is this actually my thought? Is there something for me to do here with this? Especially if you're going into comparison, like you're looking at somebody's figure and going, oh my God, how did her waist get that small? Um, you know, will my waist ever be that small? What can I do with that? You know, you can actually even ask yourself, wow, is that even something for me? Do I even care about a waist that small? Or am I just picking up on, you know, that she either loves her waist being that small or she's obsessed with her waist being that small? So, you know, there may be something for you to do there for you. But in most cases, you're just picking it up on the the social psychic Wi-Fi. And so if there's nothing for you to do, then you can be like, okay, cool. Does this thought actually serve me? Mm-hmm. You know, is this adding to my life? Does this make me feel loved? Is this a loving thought for me to have in my body? And, you know, I mean, we might be getting a little advanced, but just the awareness aspect of asking questions really gives you some freedom to know that most of the crap that's in your head right now has nothing to do with you. <laughs> Well, and I think when we drop into, even if it's your own shit, even if it's your own messaging that you've been carrying around about, around this whole, which will lead us into this worthy deserve conversation in a second, but even if it is your own shit, it really comes down to that piece of, is being in this place of comparison, making them right, me wrong, me right, them wrong, is this actually creating anything that I want? Is this supporting me in any capacity of living the best version of my life? Or is this keeping me in this place of anger and this cycle of not good enough and I'm unworthy and everybody else is worthy, but I'm not, or I'm worthy and no one else is like, you know, cause it goes both ways, right? That comparison piece. And so, you know, it doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve you on any level. Even if it is your shit, it still doesn't serve you. So I lovingly invite you to release it and let go of it because it's not helping you get and create the life that you want to live. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think people are aware um, 
to the capacity that they're able to be aware that they do have thoughts that are making them feel like shit. Mm-hmm. And um, they may not have an idea about how to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, we both have different capacities uh, with bodies. And so, um, yeah, I'd love for you to actually talk about, like, what do you notice in the physicality of somebody who's, like, um, caught in that worthy, deserving trap? Well, first of all, there's, there's a closeness, like there's not this open, there's not this open to receiving in any capacity. So both energetically, emotionally, physically, it's like the body is closed. It's like, there, it's almost like it has this really heavy armor on it that takes a lot of work to move in the world with so much armor on you right? And so it prevents you from actually receiving, it prevents you from actually connecting, it prevents you from actually, and for me, a lot of being open and receiving, you know, plays out in the realm of sexuality and pleasure and orgasm. That's, that's the world that I play in, right? And so um, when you're in that comparison space, that worthiness, that lack of deserving, all of that kind of stuff, your legs are closed, like phys- physically, your legs are closed for business, all right? <laughs> Number one. Second of like, all, exactly. Uh, no, 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 not happening. It's not open for business. I'm not receiving anybody. No one is allowed to come for a visit. <laughs> that's super awesome and I think the other piece that I've noticed is too is is the body language of your confidence level and your ability to be open in your heart chakra and in in being able to your body positioning so you probably if you're watching this I'll show you what that looks like it's like closed and you're hunched over and it's like you're in protective mode that armor space versus you know your shoulders back, your 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 chins up, your hearts open, and you're ready to receive and you're ready to give because this is that other piece of it is that when we let go of the scarcity and we let go of that comparison space, then we just as we're easily receiving, it allows us to evil easily give. It's like what you were talking about you know, how we give back hard, right? Just as we receive, we're like, yeah, we get deserve, we deserve everything. And then some, we also are like, and so does the rest of the world. And so we, because we can receive, we can also give just as passionately, just as openly, just as fiercely. I love that. And isn't that the kindest thing? Like it pops to mention, like, how fun is it to give to little kids? You know what I mean? And, and when they're like, oh yes, I'd like ice cream. And then I would like this and I would like this and I would like this. And you're kind of like, that's amazing. I can't wait to get that for you. Yeah. And yeah. So like maybe there's a place where you could even like, I know that Gaia does some inner child work and I do, but more sort of like just on the whole entire body. Um, and yeah. Just like maybe find that place inside yourself that's just so audacious. That's like, you know what? I'd love ice cream and I'd love a waffle cone and I want the dipped waffle cone. And then when I'm done that, I might actually want something else. Mm-hmm. 
and then I want to go play play outside and then I'm going to play with my bubbles and then we're going to skip and then we're like there's no there's there's no place of children if you and I think that's a great like great framework for what we're talking about because I think it's really hard if you aren't able to live in this space which most of us haven't been taught or given permission to live in this space like how do you frame that like how you know what are they talking about you know like what is Jennifer and Guy even talking about you you can ask for anything and then you can receive anything and you can deserve you deserve it all and it's safe to do that what, what, what the fuck are these two women talking about like, they're on crack right if you're feeling that so here's an example it's like like you said like the ch- if you watch a child or a child that hasn't been Let's go pre-no stage, like that pre, pre two, like around two, three-year-old stage before adults have kind of interfered in the like crushing of the desires of what you want, how you want to move, and that you need to, you know, you have to have rules and boundaries and all that kind of stuff. Like let's go pre, pre that stage, right, where it's just like I want, I want, I want, and there's no apologizing, there's no guilt, there's no oh, maybe I shouldn't ask. There's none of that. It's just, I want, I want, I want, I want. Yes, 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 yes. And you really need to go to that stage because when you can, if you've seen children in that space, it's beautiful. They're, they're, not, they're not like, oh, I don't think I should have that. Oh, I can't ask for that. There's no part of them. They feel totally entitled <laughs> to everything and anything that they desire, that they need, that they want. And I think that that's a beautiful place to be in. Yeah. Well, even look at that word entitlement. Like, oh my God, there's like so much shame involved in that word. Like, I'm like, whoa, you know, and I I hear this from business owners. They're like, this new generation, they're so entitled. And it's like, well, what can we actually learn from those kids that are so entitled then? That's my conversation with business owners. You know, if they're willing to receive and receive and receive, they can actually get way more money into your business. That'd be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) We don't let that happen. Okay, so let's drop into that piece of worthy and deserve and... uh how can we reclaim those words and, and, and reclaim them in the sense of that they don't have as much charge to them? Mm, Yeah. Well, let's play with it. Like, I know you don't have this block, but let's play with it. If you were worthy, what could you receive? Hmm. So it's everybody who's listening. Take a moment. Say that question again. I want everybody to be in the space of receiving that question really fully. Yeah. If you were worthy, what could you receive? And so the first thing that pops into your mind. Okay. So I'm just going to pretend the first thing that's popping into your mind is more money. Okay, cool. So if you could receive more money, what could you receive? Okay. And then whatever the first thing that pops into your mind. What I'm getting is, is more love, actually. And so if you could receive more love, what could you receive? Yeah, and there's some energy there of 
um, like an infinite relationship with you where you actually have your own back. And somebody that's listening to us live right now, they weighed in here and they said stability. So if you had oh. more love, I love that's beautiful. You had more love, you could receive more stability and have more stability. Cool. Yeah. And then there's that sort of energy of the, you know, like a root chakra, like mm. stability, like stability that you create, stability that other people give to you and gift to you. You know, how much more stability can you receive? And if you did have stability, then what could you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just feels like an infinite amount of kindness for you. And so if you did have an infinite amount of kindness for you, then what could you receive? And that's such a beautiful, beautiful exercise of, of dropping in. And eventually we got to everything. You could receive everything. That's yeah. our listener, right? And it's yeah. true. It's like, it, it's just opening up. It's like each piece. You got that piece. What if you got that piece? What if you got that piece? So let's go, let's reverse engineer that and say, okay, you want everything. So what's blocking you? Mm -hmm. Right. What is that piece that's saying that you can't even go down, start going down the receiving space because it's in that beginning block space that's preventing everything. You can have everything you want. You could have everything in the universe. You could be, you could have, you could be free. You could have laughter. You could have play. You could have everything. So what's that piece for all of our listeners? What's that piece in you in this moment that is stopping you from starting that journey of receiving? Yeah, there's even some energy of, um, I'm not allowed to know. Ah. So, yeah. So who does that I'm not allowed to know belong to? Is that some sort of, you know, social conditioning that if you actually knew what your blocks were, you might be a little bit too powerful for the people who were raising you or supposedly in control of you? (laughs) Good luck with that. Which I actually, which, which I got in this moment, I'm getting this download of like, let's all actually, I, I love that piece of who's in control of you, right? That, 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 cause that's really what happened when you were a kid, you went from the, I have that complete freedom of, I ask for whatever I want and I, you know, I have my needs and my needs are not right or wrong. They just are. And, and you're in that really beautiful place of freedom. And then the adults around us need to kind of control the narrative, control the situation, be the boss of you. Right. So that, you know, they can handle whatever that is for them. Um, Let's take a moment to drop into that, that little person within you that was went from being free, happy, easy, to all of a sudden, now everybody else is the boss of me, and everybody wants to be the boss of me. Let's give that little version of you new empowerment to say, you're not the boss of me, I'm the boss of me. (laughs) Yeah. 
So funny. And then also like maybe even just more like, oh, I see you have a need to be the boss of me. Good luck with that. <laughs> I lovingly give you permission to have fun on that adventure. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. That might be a little painful for you to try to be the boss of me. <laughs> You might want to direct, you might want to like enlist me on this adventure of what your outcome is so that we could go on the same path easily together. Yeah, you might want to share your hopes and dreams of controlling me. Yes. <laughs> so everybody shake. I want you to just shake off that, that piece of like other people were the boss of you. Other people are trying to be the boss of you. Other people are still trying to be the boss of you. And and take back that piece where you let everybody else be the boss of you. Society, situation, externally, right? I want you to bring all of that power within yourself and to say, I am the boss of me. The end. Period. Period. And I can see the thumb coming down, but I'm like, ole. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen today. No, thank you. Have a nice day. And you can like, yeah, yeah bob and weave, bob yeah, and weave. Totally, right? Yeah. Uh, like a, that, um, a matador. You're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> And I think that piece is so crucial because that's that 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 real big piece of like where we went from being able to believe that we can receive everything and anything to that place where we became small we were we were made to become small whether that's because of survival there's all a thousand different reasons why that happened but at that moment of becoming small you can go into that space and say nope i'm gonna continue to be big and be all of who i am you're not the boss of me i'm the boss of me and then you then can start to spend in your life, like we talked about those whole people who are spending time, you know, genetic selection is that same concept is that who I spend time with, who I engage with, how I engage with people, I have the power to do so. And if you're trying to control me or suppress me or try to be the, fundamentally, let's go back to the inner child language, you're not the boss of me, right? <laughs> Place then it'll make your life easier to now you can truly drop into and clear out and drop away all the stuff that isn't serving you. All of those places that are showing up that's not allowing you to receive everything that you want. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, um, there's, uh, yeah, there's so much social conditioning about having what you want. You know what I mean? And like probably everywhere, like if you could just sort of like tap into every single place that you were told, you know, by somebody who thought they were the boss of you, good luck with that, that you couldn't have what you want, you couldn't create what you want, and that wanting was actually bad, mm -hmm. that desiring was bad, that striving was bad. Like I remember one time doing a, um, a, uh, a meditation and I got this uh, this image of me climbing a ladder and climbing and climbing and I had um, I looked below me and both of my boys were climbing with me and they were perfectly happy and 
I had like a baby and a like baby Bjorn or something like that. And I was climbing with the baby and, um, you know, I got the information that the baby was me. I was nurturing me and climbing with me. And then my boys were climbing with me and everybody was happy. And I remember, um, you know, quite a bit of my life, there was some social conditioning going on that I was discontent and that I was always wanting more. And like, can't you just be happy with what you have? And I didn't actually have the language to say, well, I'm ecstatic with what I have. I would love to have more of what I have. I would love to have something different too. And, um, you know, so I felt actually the need to defend that I love creating new things and having more cool things and, you know, sort of up-leveling my life every year, five minutes or whatever I choose. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's, and that's a beautiful share because I think that piece of the wanting that somehow wanting means you're not appreciative of the moment of what you do have. And I think that there's truth in the fact that there's a difference between I'm open to receiving all the possibilities and on the adventure to all the possibilities that could be available to me and then some versus I'm not happy with what I have and I'm never going to be happy with what I have. So I'm always seeking more and more and more and more to, to try to fill this emptiness inside me. I think those are two different, those are two different spaces, right? One is the, the feeling of there's this empty void and there's not enough ever in the universe that's ever going to fill that void except for, you know, healing whatever that wound is versus I love my life and I love all the possibilities that can happen today, tomorrow, the next moment, the next day, what are the new possibilities? I receive those possibilities, but I also appreciate where I'm at at the same time. And I think balancing that and sitting in that is a very different feeling than I need the grass is greener on the other side because I hate the the place that I am right now. Yeah. Well, and what if there's no right or wrong? Because the universe does rush in to meet delight. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one time um, my husband and I went to India. And one day in India, I was so turned on and so excited about how much we could see that day that things kept happening over and over again. Like we saw this little Indian kid was like, chasing after a runaway calf and it was so cute we just died laughing because the calf was just not going to be caught and we saw river dolphins that day and we saw real like nomadic indian people who um were on camels and you know that was just like their regular riding thing they were just riding camels having their day going to collect some wood and i thought oh that's so freaking cool i was so excited about that And that day, I tell you what, was probably one of the most magical days for me that proved to me that the more delight we can invite into our lives, the more the universe is just like, here, have some more delight. And you can't, you can't know until you get into that space. And so that might be an experiment you could do with yourself if you're listening to this is like, how much more delighted can I be today with my life and universe show me more delightful things, you know, and even, you know, write down all the delightful things, tell somebody else about some delightful things, because the more you share delight, 
um, the more delight is like multiplied, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not what we've been taught, you know, like, it's like, you're not supposed to share your, you know, like there's an old saying that's uh, a problem shared is a problem halved. And so what if we will do the exact opposite? You know, a delight shared is a delight multiplied. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like there's so much that's available, especially in the space of um, like healing with sexualness energy. You know, I think we've been really, well, I know myself, I've been really programmed that that sexualness energy um, you know, and I've been fighting the program. So <laughs> what if I didn't have to fight it? What if I could just really, really enjoy um, what's possible with sexualness energy? Like I didn't even know that it was possible to heal somebody with BDSM. Like that, that never occurred to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, it's interesting. I just, I want to point out that every time we talk and I mention, and I mention that part of you is like, hmm. And then, and we never end up having a conversation about it. So I think we need to have a, I think we need to have another, another conversation and dive into your curiosity about what I am really curious about that. (laughs) Like you can spank somebody and heal them at the same time. How does that work? You can, you can, and we'll talk about that again. I think that we should have another show. We should just talk about that. (laughs) Love it. People are like, well, why don't you talk about it right now? Mm. (laughs) Guys, we're talking about asking for way, well, you're asking for what you want, and I'm going to give you what you want, but a a delayed gratification. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. Cool. And have a look at that, though. Isn't that interesting? Because if we are asking for way more than our fair share, and there's a part of us that doesn't believe that we can have it, what is that actually doing to the delayed gratification part? You know, because I talk about um, like quantum mechanics, like the quantum particulates of the universe. So you make an ask, like, you know, what would it take for me to make $500 a day into every part of my life? You know, I mean, that might be an ask that you could ask, um, or I could, I mean, that's one of mine, 500 bucks or more every day, all day. Thanks universe. Um, and then, so the one day that the 500 bucks doesn't show up, does that mean that the quantum particulates aren't activated or are you just being given the opportunity to have some delicious anticipation? You know, or are the quantum particulates like, yeah, we've got it, but it's coming at the end of the week. So are you going to make it wrong? And you're going to get two grand instead of the five or whatever. Yeah, maybe even 3,500 bucks because the universe is like, nope, it's coming, but it's going to be a 3,500 bucks chunk, you know, or it might be a 35,000 chunk, Mm -hmm. you know, and so the delayed gratification energy is so much more sexy than, you know, like, oh, the quantum particulates just suck and they're not, I suck because I don't work. You know, I don't deserve it. I'm broken. And that's, you know. I, I, I love, I love that concept um, because I actually, earlier today I was talking about, uh, I did a whole talk on, it was called B foreplay. And it was all about how do we constantly create this teasing, excitement, anticipation, so that, you know, the arousal that gets built when we're in that anticipatory space. And I've never put those 
like from a sex place that makes total sense. I've never put it from a, from a universal, like I've asked and the universe is doing its thing. So I like that. Thank you. That's, that, that actually makes me tingle all over. It's like, ah, you know, the universe is just teasing me. <laughs> the Maybe. Excitement. Maybe. Maybe the universe is like, mm. tickle, tickle. Yeah. How excited are you? <laughs> are you turned on enough to receive your $35,000? How about now? I love it. It's so much fun. Okay. So is there anything around this concept of drop, just dropping in for a second, asking for way more than you deserve that you feel that we need to share and talk so that our uh, listeners can get, is there a piece that they need? Still. Yeah. Well, part of it is willing to step into the expertise that you actually have in your own life. Like you've been you for how many years now? Are you asking me specifically? No, or, just or the audience. It's yeah. All right, thank you. Fill in the blank. You've been you for that many years. And so for that many years, you've received what it is that you have the capacity to receive. And so, you know, you wouldn't just Unless you were a trained ballerina, you wouldn't expect that you could defy gravity the way that ballerinas can. You know, they do plie after plie after plie, not just because they like to make a weird squatty thing with their legs, because it's fun, um, because it isn't, it fucking hurts (laughs) until you get good and strong, and then they can defy gravity. And so if you're willing to defy gravity, there are some tools that you can use and some of them uh, are asking questions like, what will it take for this to show up in my life? What energies can I invite into my life? Like, uh, and so that's something that I facilitate. I actually have a gift for you guys. You can go and download it at audaciousasksystem.com. And so right now our focus is actually with bodies but it can be financial, it can be with relationships, it can be with sort of basically anywhere in your life. It can be with like lack and deserving to start asking questions like, you know, what would it take for me to always know that I deserve way better than what I'm receiving right now? And what steps can I take to invite the delight into every area of my life? You know, and then just leave that out there. The universe is like, okay, well, that's got a frequency on it. This chick is looking for way better and she's looking for delight. And, you know, this guy's looking for way better and he's looking for delight. So we're just going to, you know, it becomes a geolocator almost. You know, the universe is like, oh, we know what that feels like. Uh And do you know what that feels like for you? You know, what does delight feel like for you? Because the universe actually works on ask and receive. We learned that in that secret book and, you know, a whole bunch of different places and spaces. And so one of the things that isn't in the secret book that really should be in the secret book um, is how better to ask questions um, to have them show up easy for you. Because um, there's another part of this audacious acts system where, I want you to actually be in the right physical space for you to be able to receive what it is that you're asking to receive. Because sometimes, I don't know if you notice, like if you go on vacation, all of your asks start to show up fast when you're on vacation. Do you you ever notice that? Oh yeah, because you're completely in that space of, 
I'm relaxed. I don't have every, all of the normal life triggers that are interfering. I believe that in this moment I'm on vacation. So there's a sense of, and I'm going to use the word entitlement, but in a place of good place of entitlement. It's like this feeling of I'm on vacation. Everything is at my disposal. Like I am now in the, so you're like really dropped into that energy, that mood, that emotion, those thoughts, like it becomes fully aligned. So therefore it's easy. It's like, it's super easy. It's an easy frequency. There's no static that's attached to it. There's no, there's no filtering that has to go through anything because it's like, yeah, I'm on vacation and I want this to show up. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. I'm sitting on the beach. What's it going to take for a mojito to show up? And it's like, hello, ma'am. Would you like a mojito? Exactly. Funny, I was just thinking about mojitos. That would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. And that's the level of kindness that's available when you ask from the space of delight and not from a space of, hey, I wonder if I deserve a mojito. I wonder if I did enough sit-ups to have a mojito. You know, I wonder if I did enough squats or plies to have a mojito. I just have the fucking mojito. <laughs> And what would that be like? What would that be like? Okay. So, and I think those are, that's beautiful. I want, I'm feeling called to talk into for all the people that are like, okay, I don't even, I, I just, I'm not at that space of how do I, how do I get to that, that level that that's like advanced so far advanced from where I'm sitting in this moment in, in my life, I would start with shifting your emotional state with some laughter. Let's start do something really simple. Go find a YouTube video that makes you laugh hysterically from your belly. You know, find something that makes you laugh and laugh for a minute. When you laugh for a minute, you change your emotional state and you change your biochemical frequencies and all that kind of stuff. Once you've done that, then make an ask. So like you just it's just like laugh for a minute. And then ask them for something. That's so kind. And actually, I didn't realize that, you know, like I choose that. Like there's this little goat on the internet. Her name is Buttermilk. And she's just freaking obnoxious. And she's so funny. Like she just like bounces around the yard. And she bounces off her brothers and sisters. Like she'll just like climb right on them. And, you know, it's just like she just is so delightful. And so that's my go-to. Like if I'm feeling like shit, I go find buttermilk videos. (laughs) And I have, I have two go-tos. My two go-tos are one, I have this cackle that makes me laugh. Like I, I I have to say, I find myself incredibly entertaining. (laughs) So I'm like, I'll start laughing and I'll do the cackle right now. I'll be like, as you can see what's happening right now right so that that's one thing that you know will help me shift really quickly the other is to go look in the mirror and make like silly faces like puffer fish I have a pufferfish face that I make and like some crazy other facial expressions that I make which I find entertaining and then it makes me laugh and then I start that process and then there's this series called true facts 
Like I love animals and I'm very much elemental in nature and all this stuff. But there's this series called True Facts where the guy is like an animal show talking about the animal, but he says the most inappropriate, <laughs> like inappropriate of, that you could ever imagine. They show like, they're always talking about things, but in a, in a voice, that is so like like an animal show and like the music's like an animal show. And then he's like, and Stan, you know, is is now pooping, you know, is pooping out of his butt and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so it makes me laugh every time, every video. And I also am learning like really true facts about these particular creatures in the world that are weird. So I'm learning and I'm laughing. And so that's my go-to to the internet of like, I need a big pick-me-upper. And so I go to the true facts series. Oh, that's so awesome. I think I know the one. There's one about like a, a wood spider. Yes. Yes, exactly. And she's spinning, you know, rope from her butt and, you know. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. Uh yeah, and that's so light, you guys. Like that energy of laughter and not taking life seriously. And, you know, maybe you've even been accused of not taking life seriously. Maybe you've even been fired for not taking life seriously. <laughs> what if that is where all of creation comes from? Mm -hmm. Is just from a space of laughter and, joy. and play and joy and delight yeah exactly so yeah so that's a good space in which you're like how do i move into this place of receiving and 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 again i lovingly invite you to let go of the i do i deserve this or am i worthy of this let's let go of those words and just because you were born you are the end that's that's what I want you to say in the morning. That's when I, when you're looking in the mirror to say, I deserve love because I was born. I am worthy of blah, 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 because I'm born. I was alive. I'm alive. Add that as that is the value that is placed on that. Not because you're doing well at your job, not because you're a good mom, not because you're a good dad, not because you're a good partner, not because this, not because of that, because all of those because of things are based in conditions. We want you to believe and to feel in order to have and ask for everything that you desire. There is no, there's no, there's no because I am, if I did, if I am, this is when I get to ask. You get to ask because you want to ask. And if what you're asking for is best going to serve you and in his line with you, the universe lovingly gives it to you easily. So you don't even have to worry about, am I worthy? Do I deserve this? Blah, blah, blah. Like, let it all go. Let it go. Shake it off. <laughs> Laugh it off. Shake it off. Wiggle your ass. Do whatever you need to do. Throw it in a volcano. Just like grab the thought, blow it up. Whatever you need to do to release that value, those values that you place on worthiness and deserving, you are because you're alive. The end. Yeah, I love that. I totally I love that. You're here. You're here. 
And hey, guess what? You're listening to this, weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) We love weirdos. (laughs) If you're weird enough to listen to this, then you are weird enough to receive every single thing that you desire in this lifetime. It's totally possible. Okay, so how can they get more of you? I know that I'm going to put all of your contact info into your into the show notes. You 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 gave them the, you know, the way that they can you know get some juicy gifts from you. Any other things that you got going on right now that they could be partaking in? Absolutely, absolutely. So I am everywhere you are on social media. So if you love Instagram, you can come and find me at Jennifer Kramer Lewis. And if you love Facebook, if you love LinkedIn, wherever you are, I will be. I also every two weeks have a live um, offering called the Audacious Ask Show, where you can come and listen, you can come and participate. uh, You can come and actually sort of stretch your wings and start to learn how to fly with these tools. Um, It's just such a gorgeous place to have more like we have so many people showing up and really just attracting some crazy stuff it's so fun like I just get so excited about people receiving all of these things that they're receiving and so if you'd love to uh, play with that then you will go to audacious.jenniferkramerlewis.com and then download that audacious ask system there's a like a I think it's a 10 page workbook that actually shows you just sort of like the tiny little steps that you can take to start to ask more audaciously. And because that's the thing, the universe actually has no point of view about what you ask for. It just actually is an ask and receive system. And so, you know, all of the conditioning that you may have received in this lifetime that you're asking for too much, that you're too pushy to whatever it is that's actually gotten turned off. um, What if we started to turn it back on again? How much more fun would it be for you? And also how much more fun would it be for everyone around you to get to receive you receiving more of you? Mm -hmm. So beautiful. So beautiful. And you can hang out with me at succulentliving.com. Um, you can download um, and visit uh, all your podcast platforms for my orgasmic, my orgasmic life podcast. Or you can come visit me at my website under my blog, which has a player right there. So you can see y'all and listen to all the wonderful episodes that we got going on. You never know what I'm going to talk about next. Um, and uh, you can find me on all social media platforms under Gaia Morissette. Thank you, Jennifer, for playing. This was so much fun. Yeah, my pleasure. I love it. Thank you so much. What a cool conversation. I wonder what yeah. got changed. <laughs> it was so good. All right. Mwah. We love you both. All right.